Welcome to another episode of Lineage Speaks, the podcast. I'm your host, Martelena Donterpel, and this season we're featuring authors from the book Divinity Speaks, women who tune in and trust divine inspiration. Today, sharing her chapter, we have Carol Louise Schaffman. Carol Schaffman is the founder of Your Inner Tranquility. She is an intuitive Reiki master teacher, sound healing practitioner, meditation teacher, and spiritual guide. Carol helps her clients find peace, balance, purpose, and joy in their everyday life. Clients love her signature mind, body, and spirit tune-ups, combining her knack for putting people at ease, space holding abilities, and energy therapies. She teaches her clients to celebrate what is uniquely beautiful about themselves and to embody the art of living authentically. Carol has facilitated over 2,000 Reiki, sound healing, meditation, and teaching sessions. She has been featured on the Birth and Talking Joy podcasts. Carol is a single mom by choice. She lives happily in New Jersey with her amazing daughter, Mita, their dog, Jack, and kitties, and snowflake. Chapter 8 Messages from the Praying Mantis Be still. Go within. Connect with your higher self. Listen to your inner voice and trust your instincts. Put aside your worries and fears. Have patience. Trust in divine timing. The divine is always speaking. Spirituality defined. Spirituality is a belief that we are part of a greater whole, and this meaningful connection is cosmic or divine in nature. I have never been a religious person, but I became a spiritual one. This chapter highlights my unexpected spiritual journey to healing energy work that began with Reiki training. Ultimately, Reiki and meditation practices sharpened my keen intuition and expanded my spiritual intelligence. Serving others through this work connects me to my divine nature and the divinity in everyone and everything. We have all experienced pivotal moments in our lives that reinforce the belief that there is more to our reality than what meets the eye or what occurs within the constraints of our logical mind. I certainly have experienced synchronicities, coincidences, miracles, and magic. When I began trusting that none of these occurrences were random, I began tapping into the energy of the universe. The divine is always speaking to me. It vibrates through energy and discovery, traveling in goosebumps, a knowing in my bones, or whispers in the wind. Look around and listen. It's speaking to you too. A Reiki awakening, opening up to spiritually guided energy. Reiki defined. Reiki, pronounced Reiki, means spiritually guided universal life force energy in Japanese. It is a gentle and effective healing art that balances the universal life force energy of the recipient, restoring health and well being. In the spring of 2015, I began to study Reiki again, 
While writing this, I remembered that I had taken a one-day Reiki workshop sometime in the early 1990s, but I have almost no recollection of my initiation to it. I must not have been ready to embrace it then. In the early 1990s, I held a Bachelor of Fine Arts and a Master's in Art Education. I was still creating and showing my own art, and I had opened a unique retail boutique, Badawang Art, which is still in existence. Twice a year, I traveled to the Far East, designing and importing art and craft for my boutique. I was immersed in an artistic community and explored holistic healing and spirituality. Then my life path took many twists and turns over the next 25 years, separating me from my art and the spiritual healing practices I had endeavored to explore back then. In 2015, I was yearning to learn something new that would help me look inwards, let go of worry, feel spacious and guide me back to a spiritual practice. Even though I really didn't know what Reiki was all about, my intuition said Reiki would be a good place to start. It turned out that Reiki covered all the criteria I was looking for. Over a period of seven weeks, I took my level one and the level two Reiki trainings. About six months later, I took the Reiki master level training. And the following year, I decided to become a Reiki master teacher after the universe kept nudging me to do so through repeated client requests. This was not my original intention. I was drawn to it for personal use. Organically, my personal work grew into a service business and a way of life. The initial Reiki training involved learning what Reiki is, its history, self-empowerment, practicing meditations, hand positions for energy healing, and receiving energy entombments. Advanced levels teach us how to amplify Reiki energy, channel it through ourselves to others and through the ethers from a distance. Reiki training can also be a time of shedding old energy and a cleansing of old behavior. It was all of these things for me, plus it felt like something I already knew, like I had been doing it all my life, like coming home to myself. Over time, my receptivity to the language of spiritually guided energy awakened more and more. I love using my intuition, creativity, and heightened state of awareness to channel positive energy, compassion, and truth to my clients. For me, Reiki is a spiritual practice and a way of being. I am Reiki. You are Reiki. We are all made of it. I have found it to be subtle yet powerful, sacred and life-changing. Messages from the Praying Mantis Divine Timing, Divine Inspiration Divine Timing Defined Divine Timing is a belief that everything happens exactly when it is supposed to, at the right moment, for a specific reason. Nothing can be forced. Patience must be practiced, allowing what will be to unfold. How many times have you seen a praying mantis in your lifetime? A few? Not many times? Can you count how many times on one hand? Or maybe you haven't seen one at all. Already, over a half a century old, I had only seen a few praying mantises in my lifetime until the spring of 2015. There they were again, green praying mantises climbing on the outside of my kitchen window above the kitchen sink. The kitchen is where I spend more time than anywhere else in my house. 
When I'm home, I'm often cooking, making tea, washing my hands or doing dishes at the kitchen sink. The windows in our kitchen overlook our backyard and the neighbors. It is a very pleasant view with plants, flowers, trees, wooden fences, and there is always some wildlife to watch. We see a variety of birds, chipmunks, squirrels, rabbits, deer, foxes, and an occasional groundhog. I look out that window over that sink every day, contemplating all matters big and small. The marble sill under that window serves as a little altar for me, decorated with crystals, shells, mantra stones, and other daily reminders with positive affirmations. I had never seen a praying mantis climbing on that window or any window before that summer, and none have come back to that window since. In the evenings during the weeks I was in the first two Reiki trainings, I saw praying mantises, sometimes two at a time, hanging out on our kitchen window. Night after night, they would move around the window for hours at a time. I started seeing them in other places too. They began showing up on the front steps of our house, and I was astonished to find them in our garbage cans in the garage. How were they getting in there? It was remarkable. The most amazing appearance occurred during the break between Reiki 1 and Reiki 2. During those weeks, I went on vacation to the beach with my family. One day, I was sitting on our dock by the water under an umbrella. A praying mantis showed up and hung out with me for hours on top of a big blue canvas umbrella in the sun. It walked down the umbrella and stayed there for a very long time, seemingly staring at me, letting me know it was there as if to say, pay attention. Another one showed up in a bush right near the umbrella, also making its appearance known for a long time. Again, I had never seen a praying mantis at the shore house before and never since. Pay attention, I did. Spiritually speaking, the praying mantis is a symbol of stillness, calmness, and focus. It represents the power of meditation and introspection. When we see them, they are sending us a message to be still, go within, meditate, to connect with your higher self and your purpose. This insect is a sign that you need to listen to your inner voice, to trust your instincts and to put aside worries and fears. They teach us to have patience and to trust in divine timing. They appear when it's time to take your spiritual practices deeper and to sharpen your clairvoyant abilities. Were these not the exact same reasons I began to study Reiki? Were these messengers speaking to me through the divine order of the universe at just the right time for me to receive them? This was an exciting and powerful message from an unlikely messenger. Divine timing, divine inspiration, divinity speaking to me through the praying mantises. My energy was shifting. I didn't know it at the time, but I was opening a door to a world of ancient knowledge and intuitive energy practices that would become an integral part of my work and my everyday life. I came to know that I was already a vessel for sharing sacred space, divinely channeled energy, messages, and inspiration for all who were drawn to me. When I look back, the universe conspired to make this all happen for me. As I was studying and practicing different modalities of energy healing, opportunities to share Reiki, vibrational healing, and meditation started pouring in. It all unfolded effortlessly and aligned with my being. Your inner tranquility is the business container 
created for these offerings. The messages from the praying mantises have stayed with me. What they represent have become my daily practices. Grasshopper messages, listening to my inner voice. Divine messages in metaphor. Early on in my practice, I began having visions while offering Reiki to clients. I see things that are messages in metaphor for my clients. These messages are always accurate, resonating with each client about a particular issue that is needing attention for their spiritual development, or they can be appearing to validate information they already know. By 2019, my energy healing practice was growing fast. I was now teaching Reiki, offering private and group Reiki, sound healing and meditations on a daily basis. During the summer of 2019, grasshoppers started showing up around me. They would be where I had never seen them before, on the garage door and in the driveway of our home. They would be on my car and stay there while I was driving. One summer day, I had carved out some time for myself. I was home drinking tea on my back porch, which is connected to the kitchen, the same area that the praying mantises showed up. On this particular morning, I was journaling about ideas for my business. I was brainstorming on paper and meditating about my energy work. My cat was downstairs with me and he kept batting something around. I ignored it for about a half an hour. When I noticed the cat was watching and waiting for something that was on the floor, I finally paid attention. It was a big grasshopper. The grasshopper was staring at the cat and the cat was staring at the grasshopper. I'd never seen one in our house in the 15 years I was living there. I picked it up and brought it outside to the backyard garden. When I came back in, I glanced at my computer screen that was sitting on the counter. I didn't scroll to what was on the screen, it was just there. A post about grasshoppers, including a big picture of one. This is what the post said. Grasshoppers can only jump forward, not backward or sideways. This is why the grasshopper is a symbol of good luck all over the world. Grasshopper's ability to connect and understand sound vibrations is why she is also a symbol of your inner voice. She could be telling you to trust yours. Another undeniable, unlikely divine messenger. This messenger was reminding me to trust my inner voice and to trust the messages in metaphor that are presented to me. Here is a tiny sample of divinely guided messages in metaphor that have been shown to me while I am facilitating a Reiki session. I was shown a scene from the view of a spectator at a baseball game. The message being that my client is the spectator of her own life, going through the motions, a little detached, needing to connect to herself and her feelings. This message completely resonated with my client and was exactly what she was feeling inside that needed work. We then explored this metaphor together. I was shown my client standing up with his younger self standing in front of him. He was looking down on his younger self with his arm around him. The message was for him to remember his innocence, come back to being playful and have fun. When I relayed this message to my client, he said that he was thinking about this while I was channeling the Reiki. It resonated completely and we then explored this metaphor together. 
I was shown an acrobatic formation of people five tiers high. All of the people were focused, holding their positions perfectly balanced, so the whole did not crumble and fall. My client was the only person on the top tier. The message was about finding work-life balance. When I relayed this message, it was completely and exactly what my client was working on. We then explored this message and metaphor together. I was shown my client as a little girl with her father at a train station in China. He was very loving and held her close to him. It was winter and snowing. When I asked my client about this, it opened up a discussion about her relationship with her father. We had not previously mentioned her father and it turned out to be a relationship that needed attention. We then explored this metaphor together. She could not remember if she had spent time with her father at the train station as a little girl during that session, but after her father verified that he used to take her to the train station in the winter all the time. I was shown my client in a room with four walls, a plain box of a room, no decorations, no windows. The walls were a dusty rose pink. My client was facing herself in the room. She was facing her trauma. The self she was facing was in emotional pain and was bent over. When we would discuss this vision, it was exactly what my client was working with, facing her childhood trauma in her adult life. We then explored this metaphor together. I was shown a deep opening like a well in my client's lower abdomen while I was sending energy to this area. I visualized looking in and the depth of the well continued to get deeper and was unending. The sacral chakra is located two inches below the navel. It is associated with emotional well-being, creativity, flexibility, water, and pleasure. The message here was to encourage my client to investigate and acknowledge emotional pain and emotional hole that needed to be filled and to work on emotional flexibility. This story had come up before in our sessions, but this metaphor brought it to light in a new way. We explored this metaphor together and the significance of the sacral energy for her healing journey. I was shown my client dangling in the air above a wide open canyon. I felt very lonely and ungrounded while I was seeing this vision. The message for my client was to acknowledge that she was feeling isolated, lonely, and desperately needing grounding. She had not mentioned this to me prior to the session. This message turned out to be extremely pertinent to my client's state of mind, and we discussed this metaphor further together. More trainings, more praying mantises. During the last three months of 2019, I was told by three separate readers, an astrologer, a palm reader, and a medium, who all live in different parts of the country, that I was not using all of my power and that I should be studying how to use my psychic ability and mediumship. I was eager to do this and I signed up for classes. Guess who showed up when I began these training sessions? The praying mantises. This time they were brown instead of green. They began coming to the garage door and while I was working in the garden, they appeared next to me. I love seeing them again, confirming the divine connection we all have to the cosmic order of the universe. Listen, align, flow.
divine daily practice. Stay present. Go within. Be still. Listen to your higher self. Sense the energy around you. Make friends with unlikely messengers. Trust your instincts. Love yourself, all beings, and Mother Earth. Relish what makes you distinctive. Practice gratitude. Be patient. Find magic in the mundane. Let go of what weighs you down. Do what makes you happy. Spread kindness. Live intentionally. Listen. Align. Flow. Divinity speaking. Smile at yourself. Celebrate the collage of your attributes and your experiences, rendering you beautifully unique. This is the love language of your divinity. Thank you for listening. All proceeds go to elamugirls.com, a nonprofit helping women in Kenya escape poverty, sex tourism, and genital mutilation by teaching them to sew and giving them a choice, a voice, and a bank account. Please subscribe, rate, and review us if our stories help you on your journey. Follow us on Instagram at Lineage Speaks the Podcast. Until the next episode, honor the light within you and let it guide your way on.